I'm Kyle Northcutt. Welcome to the Kids Learn Career Show. Each week, I ask a different person about their job so you can know what your options are out in the world. I'm excited to announce that I've added some new questions to the show and a lightning round at the end. My guest today is Kayla Crostover, an educational entrepreneur. Kayla, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks for being here. First off, can you tell me what an educational entrepreneur is and what it's like to be one? Sure. Um, I helped uh, design a school called Compass Community Collaborative School. It started about seven years ago. And basically, um, we were tasked with the question of how do we redesign high school? We started with high school first. Um, and so we entered a contest and we used entrepreneurial design thinking uh, to answer that question. So um, I think the entrepreneurial part of is looking at education and using kind of some business language to imagine things in a big way. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. So what kinds of things do you actually do day to day at work? Well, we've uh, been a school for five years now. So my job looks a lot like a, a normal teacher's job. So I come to work and I teach some classes. I teach a lot of English, but something that's really special about our school is I also get to teach an advisory and I also get to teach dance. Um, my day-to-day -day has a lot of uh, community building and interactions with students from sixth to, to 12th grade. Um, so it's interesting to be in that big of an age gap. Um, but with my background in educational design, I can help students. Um, I think I'm actually a better English teacher now with this like business model under my belt because I can ask big real world questions mm -hmm. um, and make our content a little bit more relevant to if someone wanted to start, start a business or if someone has a big dream or a big question. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So I know you kind of said that the school started or the idea started seven years ago, but when did you know you actually wanted to do this? Um, so I taught in a large public high school for 10 years. It was about a 1700 uh, student school. Um, and I got, um, got pretty tired. Um, one, I was a new mom. So that was kind of a, you know, new experience for me. Um, and also, I felt like um, I didn't have any interaction with the community or any relevancy to what I was teaching the kids because I would just go into a classroom and close my door and we just read books and then the kids would leave. Um, I also had new kids every year. So I didn't really get to see, I taught freshmen. So I didn't really get to know these kids um, and then they would just graduate and then they'd go away. So yeah. it was kind of like, the a new batch, rinse, new batch, rinse. new batch every time. Exactly. Yeah. Like the rinse and repeat, the rinse mm -hmm. and repeat. So, yeah. um, uh, I didn't really know I wanted to, to do this until my husband, who his name is Ryan Stover. He started a business in town called community funded. Um, and he was in the entrepreneurial scene and met my friend, Jan Harrison. And, uh, I went over and had tea with her and she was joining a competition called the XQ Super School. Mm -hmm. And her and I started to write a lot. Mm. Just wrote a lot of ideas. <laughs> um, that was really fun. Yeah, yeah that sounds fun. Yeah. So what do you like most and least about your job? Um, I like most 
the community we've built. Um, and I look forward to seeing everyone in this school every day. There's no one that I would not want to see. Like every interaction is really positive and I really like that. Mm -hmm. um, what I get burned out on is when we have big ideas, but things get in our way. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like we want to do this, but there's we so can't. many steps and so many rules and laws out there, especially in education. There's so many, uh, well, you can't do that. <laughs> um, that gets in our way. So that's a bummer. Yeah, that makes sense. Now a word from our sponsor. Your host, Kyle Northcutt here. My neighborhood recycling course at kidsgreenteam.com is now only $19. I want everyone who wants to start a business and help save the planet from harmful plastics to be able to start today. Go to kidsgreenteam.com to grab the course and get started now. Okay, back to the show. So what level of education do you have? Was that required for your job? Uh, yeah, I have a bachelor's of um, arts, which is how I got my English certification. And then I have a endorsement in education, I guess is what it's called. So it's not really an educational degree. Um, I could have picked two different ways. I could have had, I could have like gotten a master's in edu or a bachelor's in education and then mm -hmm. done literature. But I liked reading and writing so much more that I was in a pocket of English. Mm -hmm. So I was like in the English department, most of my college career. And then I have a master's degree in literature as well. So a lot okay. of reading. I'm a professional yeah. reader, Kyle. Is that mm -hmm. weird that you can go to school and be a professional reader? That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so did you enjoy getting your degrees? Um, I did enjoy getting my degrees. I feel like... Um, College is where you get to find your passions, which I think is what Compass is trying to do earlier, to be like, what's your passion early on so you don't have to wait until college to actually find out what you're interested in. Um, and uh, I liked the freedom. I liked the challenge. Um, I liked being around really smart people. Mm -hmm. um, and I liked my subject area because it, it dealt with human relationships but through characters. Mm -hmm. oh, that was nice. Yeah, that sounds nice. So what do you think the future of college education is as it relates to your profession? Do you ever see self-education certifications on the job training like Apple University replacing a traditional degree? Actually, I think um, more and more colleges are really interested in what we're doing at Compass. Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of campuses are moving towards like open learning spaces um, if you walk into our school, it does kind of look like a Google campus. It kind of does look like, uh, those places that, um, are kind of specialized. Um, as far as like, there's a huge talk between what academia is and what it's meant to be like a scholar and an academic versus a professional. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a difference. So I think the way that we do big colleges now, um, serves the purpose for if people just want to learn mm -hmm. not to be specialized in anything hmm. so I think yeah. there's a difference between I want to be an academic and a scholar and just learn a lot of things 
versus I want to be a professional and I want to learn a trade because yeah. I have an interest and a talent. Mm -hmm. So I think we're splitting off into like those two. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So what's something you wish you'd been taught in school, but you had to learn later on in life? Um, I think that it would have been really nice to know that creativity is a skill that can be valued. Mm -hmm. I think when we say the word creativity, we think of artists or dancers or, you know, theater people, but I think yeah. in creative um, major, good problem solver mm -hmm. means that you can see different paths. And I don't think we celebrate creativity as much as we should. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So how much free time do you have? Like, do you yeah. work a traditional 40 hour work week more or less? Um, I have, I work a lot. Um, mm -hmm. So I work, I'm an English teacher. Kyle, you want to do the math for me? Get to work at eight. I leave about four every day. Mm -hmm. And then I work about, I work about an hour and a half at home. Hmm. Um, let me think. I'm not. Sometimes right now. That's, on Sunday. So that can be up to 10 hours a day. Yeah. Dang. That's a lot. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. So I know you kind of just answered this, but are you able to work remotely if you want to? No. No. <laughs> we did that. It was called a pandemic. Yeah, that's fair. Teaching yeah. over teaching during the pandemic was really hard for me. I think it, mm -hmm. I think what you you asked me an earlier question was my favorite part of the job and it was seeing mm -hmm. seeing all these people that I have a relationship and a community with and that mm -hmm. was my favorite thing. And so it was hard to do it over a screen. But yeah. I don't mind looking at you on a screen right now. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. One-on-ones are okay. Mhm. Mm so what advice do you have for young people considering what you do for their job? Um, I would say don't worry so much about knowing all of the content, like math, English, right? Like relationships are a big part. Like if you don't have kids or you don't have people, uh, if, you, if you don't know how to build a relationship, like with a class of students, or with a community or right what you know doesn't really matter mm -hmm. yeah that's a really good one so this one is borrowed from tim ferris a best-selling author and one of the top podcasters in the world what is one of the best and most worthwhile investments you've ever made um is quitting a job an investment could be um, I think I think having courage to to quit the big high school was a really good move. It took a, it yeah. was scary. It was scary. It was scary to quit a job that I went to school for. Mm -hmm. But new doors opened, and it was pretty cool that yeah. I ended up here. So. Probably good good investment. Yeah. yeah. So I know this could be what you just said, but was there a time in your life where you felt like you completely failed at something, but it ended up helping later on? Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel it was hard. Um, something that I had to grow from is because I started something new. A lot of people didn't like it to be new. People didn't want change. People wanted things to stay the same. And I mm -hmm. think a lot of people think that when someone does something new, it means that they're doing it wrong. And they don't realize that they're just doing it different. 
Yeah. So that was, that was hard. I felt like, and sometimes I feel this way still because we do different things at Compass. Sometimes I still feel like, um, well, wouldn't it be easier just to do it a different way or the way that it's always been done? Mm-hmm. But I yeah. found that the easy way isn't always the right way. Yeah. Mo- actually, most of the time, it's not the right way. So, yeah. So is there a person in your life, like a parent, grandparent, teacher, coach, or mentor that made a huge impact on you? If so, in what way? And would you like to give that person a quick shout out? Sure. I will give a shout out to my friend, Pamela Barker. Uh, Pamela works at Compass with me, but she is our restorative justice um, expert. And I've learned so much about how to deal with conflict and how to address kids in a restorative way instead of a punitive way. And I think she's changed not only how I teach, but how I parent and how I interact with my friends. And so she's been a huge uh, mentor to me. Yeah. I hope she listens to the episode and gets to hear that. We'll send it to her. All right. (laughs) Cool. Yeah. So knowing what you know now, would you have done anything differently growing up? Um. You know what I would have done? I would have looked at more um, unique colleges. Mm-hmm. I thought that only universities were the places that I was supposed to go. Um, I didn't really know that there were so many different options. So I, I've been on road trips around the United States and you always see these little colleges or these little schools and these like little towns. And I'm like, man, there's just so many cool places to visit and travel to. Um, yeah teaching in a different country what it would and could be very cool too so yeah that's that's really cool what book do you think all kids should read and why (laughs) the book all kids should read and why um hard one that is a hard one um I think the there's two books that really stand out that came to mind first off was To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, I think that it deals with growing up, it deals with conflict, it deals with unique family styles, it, de- it deals with diversity. Um, it's just culturally re- recognized so we can talk about it and it opens up conversation. Another book that I really like is The Alchemist which talks about noble goals and like the pursuit of taking risks, but listening to the universe. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's really inspiring and um, helps us to take those brave risks that we might not otherwise Mm -hmm. think are okay to do to things differently. Yeah, that's a, it sounds like a good book. I think you're going to have to read it. Okay. So if you can make one rule that everyone in the world has to follow, what would it be? Listen intense, like active listening. Yeah. That's a really good one. Yeah. So I think knowing what not to do is just as important, if not more so than knowing what to do. With that in mind, what's the worst advice you've ever received? (laughs) Um, Just do it because I said so. <laughs> I think that That's was bad a, advice. I think I was a good rule follower. I was one of those mm-hmm. students that just followed the rules and didn't ask many questions. I didn't learn mm-hmm. how to ask good questions. Mm-hmm. 
I just did it because I was told to. Yeah. Conversely, what's the best advice you have for young people who want to be successful in life and in their work? Mm -hmm. I think um, be open. Mm -hmm. I think judgment, I think we learn judgment at a very young age to judge things, to um, think that it's like, like when you don't see the value of something, you just like, well, that's just dumb. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you have an open, when you go into something with an open heart and an open mind and curiosity, I feel like things come to you. Yeah, that's true. Very true. Awesome. Thanks, Kayla. Now it's time for the lightning round. If you could have dinner with any famous person, past or present, who would it be? <laughs> These questions are so funny. <laughs> um, past or present, who would it be? It would be uh, Annie Dillard. Okay. What's your favorite sport to watch? Hockey. Hockey. What's your favorite food? Sushi. Cats, dogs, or neither? All of them. Yes. What's your dream car? Ooh, ooh, it's a mini coupe, white convertible. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Dark, Swiss dark chocolate. What's the coolest place you've ever been to? Paris. Yeah. What's your dream vacation destination that you haven't been to yet? Mm, like Tuscany. Who's your favorite musician? Uh, Eddie Vedder. What's the best concert you've ever been to? Uh, oh, Wonder. Hmm. A little band out of uh, England. Interesting. Awesome. Thanks, Kayla. Thanks again for joining us on the Kids Learn Career Show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and tell your friends. See you next time.